everyone. You're listening to Pucker Up. My name's Gigi. I'm a lead copywriter here at CM Life. And I'm Sarah Bebuck, a student here at Central Michigan University studying broadcast and cinematic arts. And you're listening to CM Life's beauty, health, and fashion podcast. And today we have a fun show. We're talking about glam gifts. We all have a beauty buff in our family, us included, and we always wonder, okay, even if you don't know a lot about makeup, like what to get them. But the best thing about this year and this kind of season coming around is there's so many gift sets to choose from. Like every gift set I feel is really good at encompassing every kind of beauty buff. And Mm -hmm. ones that are really impressive actually are the little lippy sets I saw that Bite Beauty's doing. And Bite Beauty is really cool because it has a lot of natural scrubs and balms for your lips. And um, I think if you guys, if anybody out there is like a Sephora Insider member, this past year their beauty, like their birthday gift was a like little mini Bite Beauty set. And that's what actually first introduced it to me. And it's really cool because it came with like a little sample of the balm and it came with actually like a little lip crayon and a lipstick and they're like you know the tiny minis and you know how we love minis here we love mini products absolutely adore them and they were really pretty colors it was like a very fun mauve neutral and i fell in love with the product more so the lip scrub and the balm than the actual lipstick the lipstick's great but i was like really blown away by the scrub and the balm Mm -hmm. and we always talk about on this podcast how it's really important to take preemptive care of your skin and your lips and this is a set that really does help you out Especially in the winter. Mm -hmm. Now is the time to get these kits that really do help take care of like your lips or your skin. This is the perfect time to get a bundle of this, these skincare, lip Mm -hmm. care, any care products because... I mean, it's the holiday season and, you know, it's cold. We need this now. Yeah, and I think it's probably only about like 20 bucks on Sephora.com and it comes with the actual agave lip balm, which is my favorite because it is it is kind of waxy, but it's very smooth and you feel like you actually have like a protective layer on your lips. Mm-hmm. And if you're not looking for something too crazy or fancy and you want something neutral, I know Burt's and Beast has a lot of gift sets and you can find that at Meyer, Walmart, online. Mm-hmm. I think Amazon has a gift set right now for like $10, $12 and it comes with, you know, a little hand cream some chapsticks but that's one thing I feel like if you don't know what to get your like beauty buff any like of their actual specific wants of makeup always go for preemptive care items whether it be face masks or hair masks or nail polish even because you really can't go wrong with those gifts we always want to take good care of our hair and our skin and our lips and it's always a really exciting thing to get like a little gift set with face masks and lip scrubs because that's some stuff we don't really buy for ourselves i can't think the last time I actually bought myself um, lip care, hair, anything like that. I think the last time I got something else, I had my sister bought me back for my birthday back in June. She bought me a little, the Nug lip mask. Oh, yeah. And I love it. I don't know why I never buy them. I ran out pretty fast because I use it. I used it like every I other week. I used that week. too. And um, I had never heard of a lip mask before. Like this was really crazy. It stressed when the lip mask craze came up. And like the little Nug ones, I think they looked like a little, it was like silver or gold or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was that. gold. And it looked like the EOS, the oh, yeah, lip balms. The chapstick. You open it and instead of that little like, little ball of chapstick there it was just like a lip mask like creamy lip mask (laughs) and it's really funny too because like you'll put it on and you do it is like a mask so you have to wait so you have to wait like what 15 i think it was 15 20 minutes 15 20 minutes so you walk around with like the smuts on your like lips but it works so well they're so smooth afterwards it was so nice and it's so hard too because me i'm the person that doesn't know that her lips are in trouble until they are in trouble yeah until they're already cracked and bleeding you're like oh no and it was super helpful because i was like oh my gosh and you know vaseline works like if you do it daily like a regimen thing but it was 
was too late for me. And Sarah was like, hey, I have this lip mask. Like, just try it out. It's kind of weird. And I put it on. And it was honestly, it was like a day of like instantaneous relief after Mm -hmm. the cold winters here in Michigan. And while we're talking about Nug, they actually also have like little variety packs, too. They have one, um, one specifically for the face because Nug isn't just exclusively for the lips, but that is kind of what they're known for. They have a um, three-in-one foaming facial pack when it comes with three different face masks of different like calibers for just under $15. And they also have those precious lip masks available, mm-hmm. and they are natural and vegan, so that's a, always a plus. And that one's actually on sale currently, so it's on sale for about $20 right now. So if you want to go out and get one of those, um, I recommend it. Yeah, and this is definitely like all, all out there. Every single one of the brands we love always have just a simple little gift set. Like even like Beauty Blenders having their gift sets right now that comes with their like Beauty Blender cleaner and the Beauty Blender itself. And there's always some kind of like tiny little gift set you can find. I know Too Faced has their just even their mini mascara and like a little ornament thing. I think we've talked about that before. So it's really not hard to find something simple and cute to give somebody who really likes makeup. Mm -hmm. And another big thing, gifting makeup that we don't even think about that we need is brushes, sponges and like actual like makeup organizers. Because guess what? Every single makeup lover has had a foundation burst or a lipstick, a liquid lipstick, like ruin their makeup bag. So we are totally in to getting new makeup bags and new makeup organizers Mm -hmm. and mirrors. People forget like how much a good mirror can really help out your makeup routine. Oh, for sure. Especially, we live, what, in an apartment with four girls. like With fluorescent lighting. With fluorescent light. That's the biggest thing, too. Lighting. Lighting is terrible. Get her a lamp, maybe. Who knows? I know I need a lamp. <laughs> One of those, like, rings on the back of your phone so you can mm-hmm. take those professional photos. Well, like, the mirror I have now is supposed to have, like, that ring light on it, but it's, like, the bulb's broken. And let's be real, I'm the type of girl, the ball's broken, I'm not going to replace it. I'm just, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let it be. Maybe I'll get a new mirror in three Maybe years Maybe one now. day. Maybe one day. But that's exactly where I'm at with that. I think it was like my mom's old mirror, too. She has like a really nice one now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you really don't know what kind of makeup like your girlfriend, your sister, your aunt likes, it's always really cool to get new tools because even the like really shittiest brushes you can find are good brushes. Like, I know I've ordered some brushes from Wish that were, like, $2, and they are still awesome. A like, brush is better than no brush. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize, like, I think brushes are one of the one things that, like, you really do need to replace, and I totally understand if you're, like, not cleaning them properly. Um, so it's, like, you can never have too many face, face brushes included. You should really be changing your face brushes up if you're not cleaning them mm-hmm. properly. And that's one thing I do. I do trust in. I really like the gift sets that you can find in, like, Forever 21. Oh, yeah. Mm. For those who have never been inside of Forever 21, they usually have near the checkout aisles. They normally have, like, just, like, bins full of gift sets. And it's gift sets such as they have, like, the NYX um, gift sets that are full of either three different kinds of, like, butter glosses or three different kinds of their lip suede. Or they also have variety bundles with um, around the same color. So like you can get like a red lip bundle that has a butter gloss, a lip suede, and the lippy. Or you can get one in like mauves or like a nude mm-hmm. one. So it's really nice because you, you get the best of both worlds. You can either get a variety of different kinds of lipstick or you can get um, the same color. kind of lipstick or like the 
you can get like a three set of lip glosses all in different colors depending on what you're going for. And that's really cool too because a lot of us do like to change up our finishes. I know like we really strictly talk about like matte colors here because we are very matte girls when it comes to our lipstick because I do like a long lasting lipstick. But I just recently realized how much I actually like lip stains because when your lips are healthy and nice, it's kind of nice not to have a heavy lipstick on them. And right now I'm in love with glosses. I don't know what happened who I became but I'm really (laughs) into lip glosses right now I feel like lip glosses are so nice too because they're light as well they're not too tacky especially Mm -hmm. the NYX butter gloss we really like the NYX butter butter gloss gloss, because it's nice tinted yeah and it's exactly what it says it feels like butter it doesn't feel tacky it doesn't feel sticky it's nice and simple it's creamy but it's not like a cream lipstick it is still glossy it's a nice in the middle and also one thing that I love to get for Christmas it's super cheap they have it at Walmart they have it at Target are Basically, the shaving and bath essential gift sets you can find at like Target and Walmart. Mm-hmm. It's so nice because let's be real. You know how many times like you're about to take a shower and you realize you like don't have any razors left or you just ran out of shampoo. I literally save those things for like until I'm done, like whatever I have with mm-hmm. me. And then it's nice to just like open it up and realize you don't have to go to the store and buy that stuff anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And another really good place to get those are Kohl's. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like in the aisleways of Kohl's, not like quite in the specific sections but like when you're walking in the aisleway of Kohl's they normally have those um racks that are just kind of filled with these gift sets I know I a couple years back I grabbed a couple of them for my sisters they were they were lotion perfume and I want to say a hand lotion and a body lotion specifically like it was two different kinds of lotion with a perfume inside it all the same scent and I really liked those those were a really nice idea then I might even have bought one for myself but that's besides (laughs) the point I do find myself buying gift sets for myself like I'm not gonna lie like it, it has happened because it's just such a good deal. I think that's what I got like my last razors for. It was like right when the gift sets came out. And I was like, why would I buy a pack of razors when I can buy a gift set right here for right. Like, the same amount of price? Right. It comes with razor. It comes mm-hmm. with um, shaving lotion and it comes with regular lotion for afterwards. Like, that's a good deal. I like it. I'm a fan. Yeah. And I think another really cool thing, if you're not really sure what you're looking for, um, you can go to Sephora and that little, right when you're waiting in line where they get you, at least that's where I call it, the getting place, is they have all the like cheap, small items. And sometimes it's just really good for stocking stuffers. Exactly. Like, and nothing would be cuter than giving like your girlfriend or whoever, your loved one who loves makeup, a nice little stocking full of like all the little small things she really does like. That's what my mom does for mm-hmm. Christmas. For our stockings, she just fills it. She'll be like, oh, what are you like girls looking for? It usually has like socks um, and maybe a new eyeliner, a new mascara, um, nail polish, and a, like a mini travel size lotion. And that's like what's in our stocking stuffer. Maybe some like chocolates, but you know, everyone likes chocolate. It's true. You gotta, you have to mix it up, I feel. Mm-hmm. And I think one great thing about shopping for somebody who loves beauty in all its senses is we're so into trying new things. Oh, for sure. I don't sure. think I've ever gotten like a makeup product that I wasn't really like excited to try out, whether it be a color I might not buy for myself or it be like an eyeshadow I've never really heard of. It's super cool to find like those hidden gems that you would never really get yourself. I have never once received a makeup item and not been excited about trying it out. Like, okay, the disappointment afterwards, if it's not a good product, that's besides the point. The initial getting a new makeup item, there's always a little bit of a, ooh, I wonder how this is going to look on me. Or, ooh, like, maybe not me specifically, but like, oh, this, like, this color won't look good on me, but I wonder how it'll like look on my sister, my roommates, or even it might be something new that I would have thought never would have worked out. And if you're looking for a little bit more on the bougie side of gift sets. I know Fenty Beauty is doing a three match stick gift set if you really like that stuff. And 
Um, Bare Minerals has their original kit that's actually on sale for like $34. If you've never used Bare Minerals, the original kit comes with, you know, it's the very light powdery like foundations. It has moisturizer and it comes with a little brush. And it's just really nice. I really do like Bare Minerals. If I had more money, I'd probably buy more because I know my mom always said like, if you're ever going to spend a lot of money, spend it on your face. Yeah. Spend it on the actual Mm -hmm. face care of whether you have pimples or zits or wrinkles or whatever it's always really good to make sure that your skin is a good base mm-hmm. i agree with that wholeheartedly mm-hmm. like it's sure you want to spend the n- money on like the nice eyeshadows and the nice mascaras but honestly mascara is the one thing you could probably skimp out on the most like yeah it's true and that's kind of brings us to our next section is dupes we all need drugstore dupes. Like, mm-hmm. I absolutely love finding a good, cheaper product that, while may not work exactly the same, is pretty dang close to what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I know a big fan I am of basically ColourPop Cosmetics. ColourPop Cosmetics, if you guys don't know, it's an online retailer. Um They have some really good selection on all of their lipsticks, their eyeshadows. I think it used to be like $5, but I think now it's like 8 I think when I first started shopping there, it was like $5 per color. But yeah, it's really nice. And it's one of my favorite places to actually like go and look for makeup at a cheaper rate. My favorite color that I think that they have is called Bumble. I love it. It's a terracotta color and it's super gorgeous. And it's um, a dupe for, I think it's the Kylie set Kristen. And I never even noticed that before until like I was actually like looking at some like articles and like Cosmo and stuff. And they actually like show line for line like, oh, this is a dupe for this and this is a dupe for that. And it's a really good color match. And I just think they last kind of longer. Not going to lie. Just because it's a little bigger of a bottle. And I think getting dupes are really important, especially if you're someone new getting into makeup and you're not really sure um, what brands are like reputable or like if you would like that even per se or you know you really want to start getting into the higher end makeup but you're like scared that you're gonna make like the wrong choice or a choice that you don't necessarily like like sure you are looking to get new blushes but you don't really know what blush will look good for your skin and everyone's really ranting and raving about the orgasm blush by nars but like can you afford to drop 30 bucks on this Mm -hmm. blush that you won't even like look nice with your skin tone in your opinion no, no one can do that. And that's why dupes are really important because I know there are tons of available dupes for the NARS blush because I'm not really a blush person, but every now and then I notice that I like white out my face and I really do need to get that little, little, little red color. Mm-hmm. So um, a really good dupe for the, the NARS orgasm blush is there are actually a couple of options. Elf has a really good coral tinted blush that I've heard works really good as a dupe. But the one that I use is I use um, a Mary Kay blush mm. and it I really like it like it's I've never used the orgasm blush and honestly I feel like I don't need to because I really like how my Mary Kay one like sits on my cheeks and another really good dupe is I'm sure everyone's seen this one so it's kind of like one of the um really popular YouTube series but I'm gonna repeat it just in case you missed mm-hmm. it is the um makeup revolution concealer versus the um shape tape one Tarte. by Tarte mm-hmm. and that one I've heard from most people that there's very minimal difference between the two like that one's not even just a oh you know i can't afford to get a shape tape it's kind of like why spend this when i could spend four for basically the same product yeah. and i've heard that too i know i was watching a jeffree star tutorial and he was obsessed with it and this man has money to burn so it's like you know you know it's good when you literally have somebody who spends 
thousands and thousands of dollars on makeup and is here still using that concealer. Mm-hmm. And I think you get a little bit more with yeah, the Makeup Revolution do. one, too. This is a little bit bigger. But I know that one. And then another, speaking of Jeffree Star, if you guys love his celebrity skin lipstick, his liquid lipstick, Milani actually has basically, it's the same color. I've used both of them. And it's called Loved, and it's only $7.99. And it's a really good color dupe for it. And I've used both Celebrity Skin and the actual color of it. And it's a very, it's also a very pinky nude shade. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really easy to get dupes for those colors because it's not that very hard to produce. Right. And it's not a very unique color code. Um, so if you ever have like a nude of either an Anastasia Beverly Hills, a Kylie Cosmetic, or Jeffree Star, I can guarantee ColourPop probably has it or Milani probably has it. Oh, for sure. very two um, variety brands in drugstores, and they always seem to have those very good colored nudes. ColourPop has so many colors, even, like, not even just dude. Like, this, their color range is extraordinary for how much they have. Like, I, I'm not sure what the number is, but I would not be surprised if it's somewhere in the 60s. Yeah, honestly. And another thing with face base is I just recently bought the Hula bronzer. It like came in a little gift set <laughs> at Sephora for $15. So it was the mini that I got for free basically with it. And I've used it. And I've never been really picky on my bronzer or contour stuff because I do have a very dark complexion. So the pickiest I am is, is it dark enough to be shown on my mm-hmm. complexion? But I used it and I do like the hula, but it actually reminded me of the Dulce de Leche Wet n Wild contour. I've had that, I think, last year, and mm-hmm. it's super nice. I think it's a little, actually a little bit more darker, so more warmer, so it worked better for me. I don't have to use as much product. So, and I really think it's, it's the same, and you get a highlighter on the other half. Exactly. So I had the that same palette, and my only complaint with it really is that it it's easily breakable. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah, and I feel like that is kind of a a danger. problem with a lot of the lower end stuff. Is it is probably not as durable packaging because mm-hmm. you know you're not paying for the protection, you're kind of just paying for the product. But the actual product itself was nice. Yeah. So if you're a person that has your makeup organized, don't really have to worry about it like falling and stuff like that. And it's so much larger than the hula. That's what gets me. Like I have the mini and of course that's very small. But even for like the mini's price point, it's only five dollars for that large pan of highlighter and bronzer and the Dulce mm-hmm. de Leche wet and wild. And it's it works. I just think it works so well. And uh last on our dupe list, I believe, is the um, Huda Beauty Faux Filter Foundation versus the 24 Stay. The Super Stay Foundation by Maybelline is a really good dupe for the Faux Filter Foundation. I When the Faux Filter Foundation came out by Huda Beauty, at first I was really excited to get it because it really does have that full coverage without looking mm-hmm. full coverage. Like I was super impressed. In the, I mean, granted, they were videos, but I was super impressed by what I saw like alone just when people would put it on half their face, it, ne- it never looked caked on. It never looked, even in the close-ups. Mm-hmm. So when I heard they had a dupe, I was really excited. And then Gigi actually went out and got one. So we got to see for real life what it looked like. I was so impressed. Actually, I have to... I have to- shout out Nikki Tutorials because I actually watched her video where she did half face Huda and then half face Superstay and that's what really convinced me to go out and try the product because in it is true the Superstay kind of oxidizes a little darker versus the Huda but that's super easy to get over just buy a shade a little bit lighter than you thought you would need and then try that out I actually um since I have such changing skin tones from summer to winter to like fall and stuff I actually bought 
one in a very lighter color, one in a darker one, because I always have to mix my foundation anyway. So, and that's worked really well, because, you know, on mm -hmm. days where I'm paler, I'm getting paler, I just put less of the dark foundation in, and I go ahead and I buff it and blend it out. Mm -hmm. So it hasn't really even been a problem with me with the oxidizing. I think the only thing that I've even seen any difference in is there isn't as much creasing because I do and I love Maybelline foundation I think I should just say that because before that I used the fit me foundation mm -hmm. for a long time this one's just a little thicker so you do have to work with it a little faster because it does dry a little faster but uh, it's not like you're racing against the clock it's just if you're kind of the person who um does their foundation and then waits a little bit to like bake it and stuff you should bake it like right away exactly like, and it doesn't give you that um, caked on look either, That mm -hmm. which is like kind of the appeal of the faux filter foundation is that it does. It doesn't look caked on. Mm -hmm. And I went out and bought the Superstay foundation, too. And I was really impressed by the fact that it didn't settle into my pores or looked caked on, especially if I like took care of my skin properly beforehand. Like I washed and lotioned and sprayed my face or whatever. It sat on my face looking so natural. I kind of shot myself in the foot, though, because I bought it a little bit too late. So I have to like bronze my skin so I don't look mm -hmm. like a ghost. But when I buy it again next time, I'm going to buy it a little bit darker and I'll be super happy because that's really my only issue with it is that I bought it a little bit too late. Funny story right now. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever used this. I don't even know if it's still on the rack. This is how much old makeup I use. But it was like the infallib infallible Maybelline and it was foundation, but it was a cream foundation that came in this like little tube and you would squeeze it out and it was the thickest foundation you will ever find. Like I thought it was a concealer. But yeah, it was a it was my cousin Allie who gave it to me because she didn't want to she didn't really like it. She didn't like the formula. So now I've been using that since it's lighter with the mix of the darker one. And I literally like put it on. I mix it together so it's like a more durable consistency. Mm -hmm. And I put it on and it's literally like I'm putting on concealer slash foundation. Like every single redness, every single bump, every single line that like, dissipates and I don't see it anymore. So that's just a tip for you. If you have ever bought a foundation that's a little too thick or you don't like the consistency of it, just get a foundation that's either maybe a little bit more watery or maybe a foundation that you do like the consistency of and just kind of mix it together and it will actually kind of work for your face a little bit better. Um, I know consistency in foundation is a very tricky thing because sometimes it's too watery, it doesn't dry right, we get cracks, we get just really bad pores mm. um that's why it's really good to use like primers i know some people are either super pro primer or super anti-primer but i if you're not going to prime your face i recommend what sarah said at least watch your face and kind of like exfoliate beforehand mm -hmm. because it really does affect how your foundation sits on your face if you're not prepping or you're not like because i moisturize anyway before i like put on my like foundation and stuff like that so i think if you have dry skin a very hydrating primer will probably work or mm -hmm. if you're like me and you have oily skin that's main reason why i use primers is because i don't want to be so oily and i want my makeup to actually last and that's why i use primers so it doesn't like settle into my skin all funny because i used to get especially in like the dry lines in my face i would have makeup foundation blush whatever anything literally anything it could be my highlighter my highlighter would fall into like the lines of my face because my face is just super dry and I'm a terrible person but <laughs> <laughs> don't moisturize enough but I like the primers that you like spray with your face because it gives you that like extra like wetness mm -hmm. it gives you the extra like moisture that or mixing it with my foundation like I would mix I had this um 
Honey. Face oil. No, the honey do me up. I would I mix with my foundation. That. I don't know if anybody else remembers in the summer when dewy face was the thing. But right before summer of last year, Sarah had gotten the NYX. I think it's the honey do me up. And mm-hmm. it's like with the gold flex in it. And she put in her foundation. And oh my gosh, her foundation always looked so like just summery and perfect. And she let me try it once. And I felt like a goddess. And it's it was life changing. And it smells really good. It does. Like, I'm always super on board with something that smells really good. And I actually, because it's. It's recommended as a primer, but I didn't, I mean, I guess I technically use it as a primer, but like when I straight up just put it on my face and then put my foundation, it didn't have nearly the same effect as when I actually mixed Mixed it it with my foundation, which was a trick I read online actually with someone who read it. So I was kind of like, I don't want to say disappointed, but like it wasn't Mm -hmm. what I thought it was going to be. And so it's like, just mix it with your foundation and it'll change your life. Yeah. And I've only ever used it mixed into my foundation. And that just goes to show you, like, even if you have kind of a chibi foundation, I know me and Sarah have both used the Wet n Wild foundation and it's worked pretty Mm -hmm. well. I love Um, the Wet n Wild foundation. So it's like you just have to really be expansive on your foundation tastes because Mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like everybody here uses foundation too much to be spending like $40 on a bottle of foundation. Like, sorry, Huda Beauty. Like, you guys, it's probably a good product, but I am not making that bank and nobody in this school is. I mm-hmm. am standing by the fact that the first fancy foundation I will buy will be the um the Armani <laughs> foundation. That $60 bottle of foundation that's probably only going to last me a month just because whenever I see it, I just like, I just like happily sigh. Like when I see someone using it in a video, I'm just like, I the want that. The only time I think... The most expensive foundation I've ever put on my face, which I don't even know how expensive the Bare Minerals one is, was my mom's old foundation, and she'd gotten too light for it. So, cha-ching for me. So, my mom, now. Gave, yeah, my mom gave it to me, and it was so nice. And I think that's why I kind of like Bare Minerals, because I have used the liquid one. You'd shake it. I guess there's like a ball in it. You'd put it out, and it was like... Uh, it was perfect. It was like such a perfect color. And then I got too dark for it. And I was really sad, and then just sat in my like makeup box for a while as I went back to my like fit me foundation. Yeah, I guess um, I have to use this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's a really good and exciting way to like kind of find that makeup that you really want to use and you really want to have in your makeup bag, but you kind of just don't have the funds for it. And you can always look online too. If you have a very specific color you're looking for, literally just type in Google, like blah, 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 color dupe. And mm-hmm. you'll honestly, you'll probably find it on colourpop.com. <laughs> yep. Especially those lipsticks. Speaking of copycats though, I think that leads us into our tea time. So basically if you've never been here and you don't know what tea time is, it's when we talk about the hottest gossip in our fashion beauty world. And so why I bring up copycats is Jeffree Star was actually in the limelight in the past week because his Alien merch, which if you don't know what his Alien line is, it's his new product line that he just launched. Well, his merch was dropping and it was a discrepancy with a popular artist online. It was literally looked very similar to artwork that they posted and they were calling him out on it. And I feel like this is a very big problem in not only the makeup community, but in like the art and merch community as a whole. So basically what happened was they called them out. They were like, hey, this is really sad. This is like my work. You should not be using this on your merch. And it was all on Twitter. But um, I feel like I'm I'm proud of Jeffrey in the sense is he reached out to the artist. He was like, I'm sorry. I believe he even said that whoever was in charge of that design project was fired. They were. Yeah, they were they fired. Were, they were fired and they were like basically no questions asked. And I think he was really trying to find a way to compensate that person. And they've hold they've held the merch launch until they can come to an agreement, which I feel like that's a pretty respectable end to that. Oh, definitely. Because, but like I was saying, that's a big problem. I think how many times have we seen 
and I know not to shade Redbubble or anything like that, but other sites where merch is so easily made and allocated. And I think what it was, the actual photo was an alien. And this was the actual artist's photo was an alien. And it says too cute for this planet. And it has a flower crown. And the artist themselves even said like he's been stolen so much from them and that it's even ended up at a mug at Hot Topic, them not getting any... Hot Topic is terrible. Yeah, any compensation for any of it. And that's really hard as an artist, like, especially in drawing art and actual painting and stuff. People don't get compensation as much as they should because they really just want to put their art out there and they always end up getting basically stolen from. And Hot Topic and Urban Outfitters specifically are really notorious for stealing art and nothing ever happening it because they're just such huge companies that i mean if the urban outfitters couldn't be taken down by the um bloody ohio state oh, sweater yeah. then it's kent state kent, yes kent state not ohio state yeah. if they couldn't be taken down for that then they're not get, then no one's going to take them down mm-hmm. yeah and it just goes to show you like sometimes you have to really think about the companies that you're buying from and purchasing from like i'm not going to say i haven't purchased from hot topic in a while but if they continually start taking creative content from people who probably shop at their stores it's kind of unfortunate and i think um another kind of piece of this whole story came from jeffrey star calling out a drama channel which was interesting to me because they he basically called them out and was like hey you shouldn't be reporting lies like i've talked to the artist this issue was resolved and of course that drama channel was just doing what they do making drama doing a drama channel Mm -hmm. but it brings up the point is as a drama channel, if you want to be taken seriously and you're making AdSense, how much basically ethical reporting are you entitled to or should you ab- like should you abide by? Because mm-hmm. I can see it from both sides. I see that the drama channel in question was reporting on the facts, trying to be as unbiased as ever. Um, what the biggest discrepancy was, was she tried to reach out to him through Instagram DMs and she was like, and he was like, well, why didn't you try my business email? Why didn't you try this? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not going to be able to respond on a DM to my Instagram with millions and millions of followers. And I think that also shows like, yeah, it's a drama channel. But if you're doing reporting and you're a news source, I mean, even us, like we're reporting on news that we have already like heard from other I'm gonna, drama I'm channels. I'm going to call this reporting per yeah, se. It's more, but... it's, yeah, it's like a talk show situation. But for those people who actually earn AdSense and who yeah. actually have so many followers, it just goes to question like how much of this should they be double checking? How much should they actually mm-hmm. be for sure be held accountable for? And I mean, it's like at one, at one hand, you could argue that um, – it's like a YouTube channel. And I know we, for looking for 2 time content, we kind of have to like sift through the, primarily through the YouTube channels. And a lot of them are like tea special or guess what just happened in the, like very clickbaity, very like non-reputable sourcing. But like at the same token, like that's kind of what the makeup community is almost like. Even when YouTubers are calling out other YouTubers, it's still, like, it's a direct source because them, like, directly giving what's going on. And it's still very, like, clickbaity. Um, yeah. And it's, it's it's so true because I think one of his tweets, which was kind of, like, a low blow, but he was like, well, I hope that video AdSense paid your rent. But in a token, like, he's right. Like, it's hard to, like, especially because I feel like it's a very paparazzi thing. You it know is. what I mean? Like, I feel like as a drama channel, you're a very paparazzi, paparazzo kind of 
person TMZ. and style. Yeah, very TMZ. And that's the same problem in that kind of industry is, yeah, we want to criticize these famous people. But at the end of the day, they pay our bills for being dramatic and being yeah. in the drama role and giving you content to talk to your mm-hmm. viewers about. And it's kind of like determining like, because Jeffree Star is very dramatic, not like mm-hmm. a bad dramatic, but he's very yeah. like, and that's kind of get, like his his yeah. MO is, I'm going to be very like out there. Um, and Yeah. And honestly, people get triggered so easily by things now. Like actually, like, and honestly, did I think he overreacted a little bit? Yeah. Um, the good news is, that this all blew over and they had a civilized conversation through DMs because this is 2018, about to be 2019. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're good. They're fine. Like, they both saw each other's side of the story and they understand now. But then that still just poses the question. Like, she said she learned a lot and her YouTube channel grow from it. So how much accountability are we giving these sources? You know what I mean? Like, oh. I... As a person who actually gets news from, like, Philip DeFranco, like, those kind of YouTube sources who I do, like, whether, even though it's very opinionated based and, you know, YouTube gives you a very opinionated based platform, I do learn a lot when I watch a Philip DeFranco update. Like, Mm -hmm. there's politics, there's pop culture and stuff. And at the end of the day, it's like nobody's fact-checking them like they usually just put up an apology video for not being accurate or they're, they're being not offensive. News sources to be mm-hmm. they're technically not even like a news source per no, se because there's media content. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just media videos like putting out media mm-hmm. videos. So like at one hand, like yeah, sure, call them out, but like also don't call them out for being a news source when they're not really a like a yeah. news source. And that's <laughs> the thing that was I was so conflicted upon because like I do think Jeffrey overreacted a little bit. You know, she was just trying to. Live her life. Live her life. Have her drama channel basically say what has already been out there. Um, You know, it's really hard not to be biased when you're in direct contact with the people of your content. Mm -hmm. So it's like I know we'd probably talk more favorably about James Charles or Laura Lee if they literally came into our house and told us their side of the story. Yeah, probably. But we're ruthless because we don't have that kind of content. We don't have any emotional connection to these people where you would like feel like – they're just like, are they going to listen to this video? Probably not. That's why we're going to say the things we're going to say. because, yeah. And that's why I'm like, yeah, Jeffrey can be an overdramatic snob sometimes. And I feel like this is probably a little bit where he teared off into left field because he's been burned so much by the press and he was a little defensive. And I think that's why it came to such a positive ending because he, whether he admits it live feed or not, he probably realized it was a little bit of an overreaction. He apologized. She apologized for it. Not being a reputable news source, which as a drama channel, I don't even know if you should have to apologize for that. Right. Yeah, drama, a drama channel. Like, and that's just where it goes with a lot of these beauty gurus are very sensitive about the craft. And they're worried mm-hmm. that they're going to be taken down in such a toxic climate right now. Because it is incredibly toxic. So I like I can kind of see his like reaction to it because like technically like it wasn't him. It wasn't an employee. Yeah. But also like as as the CEO of the company, like you should like have a bigger hand but yeah how again, are you gonna tell that you're like your employees an art thief if you're seeing something and very possibly for the very first time seeing this you're gonna be like yeah that looks nice if they told you like yeah. they made it they and made it so i can see i that's can the see hard it thing with copyright too because while it wasn't the same exact image it was very similar so that alien on the merch it said hi how are you which is jeffrey's catchphrase and a little banner at the end and it was applying blush and it had like a mirror in their hand so not the same exact photo not the same exact art but close enough that jeffrey himself could see there'd be a problem and a discrepancy yeah. in it so, so i can i could definitely see him like 
feeling the need to like defend himself because like there's not really a way he could have known unless he like went mm-hmm. through and like reverse image search and like dug through all that. And that's kind of like I don't want to say like extra steps, but like, it's a little bit extra for like the slight possibility that it is art mm-hmm. thievery. But you know it it was. And you know what? It's not the first time this has happened. I know um, Shane Dawson had the same thing happen to him where somebody who he had hired to make art had stole art from another person and he ended up having to stop the sale of that merch, take that loss and live it be. Because that's the thing too, that people are like, well, why not just compensate the right artist? Well, then the day it's a very slippery slope because they didn't truly make that art, but their concept inspired that art and that concept was stolen. So most creators and designers just decide to scrap it all and try something different, mm-hmm. which I could understand. It's like hard to go into a contract to somebody with somebody who's already had so much over you and would try to take advantage of it because, mm-hmm. you know, they have the whole internet on their side now. And that's the main reason why I'm a little sad because I did like the merch that was about to be dropped. Like I thought maybe I could buy it, but of course I'm not going to support something that's stolen. Exactly. And now we'll have to wait longer for that merch. So at the end of the day, my biggest takeaway is if you are hired to do a creative job, just do your job. Yeah. <laughs> like, like be a literally, bad person. the creative is a very complicated and very competitive market. Like, there's artists out there. Like, if you're too lazy and you don't feel like you have the time to do this freelance work, don't take the job. Like, don't go out like seeking inspiration from people that you think aren't gonna talk about it, that aren't gonna be like, "Hey, you stole that for me," because they will. We're in a generation where, like, we're so sick of having our artistic integrity questioned and taken and stolen that we don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally, whether I make a doodle and I post it on Instagram and the next day somebody's trying to sell mugs with it on, like, I'm definitely going to be like, hey, um, I'm broke. Stop trying to steal my creative content. (laughs) Like, it's so true, though. So I think that's all we have for today. It was super exciting to talk to you guys. And we'll actually be gone for a while because guess what? It's going to be winter break, lovelies. And I hope you do so great on all of your finals. And I guess when we come back, we'll talk about New Year's resolutions. I feel like that's an important thing. If I make one, let's see. If we, I've never kept a New Year's resolution. Not going to lie. So if you want to catch up with us and stay in tune with us, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's ggpadilla97. You can also follow me on Instagram at Sarah B. Buck, which is my first and last name. Yeah. And you are listening to Pucker Up. <laughs>